Thanks for tuning in to the Entertainment News Break on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Just new tracks like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last year. It's a new me, never gonna look back. Never gonna look back. Cause damn, I was built to last. You move slow when I move fast. And that's back. Only I can make a change. Slowly take a step today. I will never be the same. Cause that's what it takes. Like we do all the time, we like to uh, appreciate our Patreons right from the very beginning. And thank you guys for uh, doing the Patreon and stuff like that. Another thing is YouTube's actually changing something here coming up soon. So uh, if we get the watch hours up and stuff like that, we could have memberships and stuff like that added to the channel. Something to do. Like if you can, please hit that like and subscribe button like every time to help us out. And with that being said, let's get into the news topic of today. The and, and it's underneath my name here in, in, in the white little box. Delay is the word of the day because that's what's happening all across the board. It happened with Disney today, and it they're the you know big, huge company with a lot of projects coming out. They're coming out and saying this. I'm pretty sure that's going to start happening with almost every other company as well. They're going to start announcing delays, all the stuff that they didn't already have finished and everything because of this writer strike. So we're starting to bear the fruits already of a writer strike that isn't you know it hasn't even been that long you know it's only been what now a month maybe a month and a half now uh coming up to the second month and we are already starting to like see uh the issues uh with the strike starting to affect uh future projects uh so just to give you kind of overhead so there was two star wars films that are announced they're already being pushed back uh, because they're at the very beginning stages like they have to have writers to even start that that's a big thing Avatar 3 is being pushed back. Even the other Avatar, I think even after that's being pushed back already ahead of time. Uh, one, uh, even King Don- Avengers King Dynasty is being pushed back an entire year, uh, which could be concerning. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a second. And Deadpool 3 is actually getting moved up. But if you got to look at it, that's a project that's been worked on for a little while. So it's pretty much at the final stages uh, and everything else, which possibly makes sense now because they're having to delay so many things. But start, man. Delay, delay, delay. I feel like a Disney and I feel like these other companies are going to almost be like Oprah Winfrey show, man. Every, here's a delay. Here's a delay. Everybody gets a delay. You know, like, because uh, that's what's going to start happening now because the writer strike keeps going. I, and to be honest with you, there's not a lot of word about like where they're even at in the process, to be honest with you. Uh, like if they're even close, how many times have they sat at the table and talked and stuff like that. And that's concerning to me. Because if you haven't started doing that yet, or if there isn't big news coming out, at least of you trying to figure things out, then this is just going to be an ongoing situation, probably in the last longer than most people want it to. Yeah, uh, it's like we were saying, it's going to get to the point now soon, you see all the pushbacks, the delays, it's more and more people going without a paycheck, not just the workers, but the people that were fronting the money as well so uh, once it starts hitting their bottom line uh, you might see some movement but uh, 
yeah, I've read that uh, even like the uh, uh, city of Los Angeles and stuff. So get get start negotiating. Get negotiating. Like I don't know even know if people are even talking right now. Uh, it's a problem when you're going up against uh, these producers, and it seems like an almost never-ending bag of wealth for them. Uh, we can talk about them losing uh, money on movies. You were doing your uh, um, your uh, breakdown of the uh, the t- the top five movies and stuff like that. And you're just showing like uh, Little Mermaid has only hit uh, two hundred million. It needs to hit four hundred million or something like that to start mo- making money. So that's not they're not making money like the way they have before. When is it going to start kicking? They need to put stuff out. They need to be offering things. How is their uh, like their Disney Plus subscriptions going and stuff like that now too? Uh, I guess they're going to have a new show coming out next week. They're going to have uh, the uh, Avengers, the new Avengers series, but they've also announced a, a few cancellations of shows. I guess that ridiculous uh, uh, National Treasure show got canceled. They've taken Willow off or whatever. Also, not great. But they're going to start losing money here. So now it's going to come to a time. When do you have to start getting money back? And plus, these are publicly traded companies. You have to start worrying about what your investors say and what the people you know involved with their money has to say too. So if you know the board, if their board is fine with losing money, it doesn't matter. It it matters to the people that actually own the stocks and stuff like that. That their trading partners, what they're going to have to say. When are they going to start pushing? You know, let's let's move this along, because really it's a, such a huge pile of money. It's a huge pile of money. How much more do you need? Just pay people fairly. This is insane how it gets to this point and it's gone to this point so often i i don't understand it we've talked about it now it's our third time talking about it fourth time talking about it and it's, it's kind of like hitting your head on the wall man Guys, i'm gonna tell you right now there. no and i'm gonna tell you right now i think uh something that may be even worse that this thing may last longer than we want to is the whole thing about communication and compromise mm-hmm uh, and I, it's not just in the movies. It's not just with this writer's guild and like the, uh, you know, the studios and stuff like that. Like just people being able to talk and communicate on an everyday basis now is so difficult and so hard uh, when it comes to like anything in Hollywood, but anything political, especially we all mm-hmm. get to these tribes, right? Like, oh, I'm on this side. I'm a conservative or I'm a liberal or, you know, I'm for the writers and I'm, it's just anything, even in sports, right? We're just have these people that get into these mindsets of, if you don't agree with everything that I say, well, you're a piece of crap. And it goes straight to name calling and like very offensive things being thrown at people, Shit, wishing people would commit suicide and stuff. Like for instance, in the gaming world, we just had a guy that came out and he uh, plays Call of Duty. He's got a big following or whatever. There was a fight outside of an elementary school uh, about what should and shouldn't be done at the elementary school between parents and people, uh, you know, on the LGBTQ uh, side and everything else that broke out into a fight. And the guy commented, hey, leave the uh, little kids uh, alone. Uh, That's my only issue. Like that should not be this devastating sentence that gets said that causes this guy to lose his little bundle he's got on a video game. Uh, and all this stuff like that shouldn't be happening that should be a phrase that almost everybody can stand behind now when i looked more into the situation i understood why some people took it like offensively right because uh they were saying that that's what some people on the on the super far right 
throws at them whenever they want to shut down a conversation and they throw they say leave little kids alone it's like kind of almost like a a a, a terrible statement towards them but let's get this right i didn't know that until i looked into it like that those words could be even used in a bad way even period right like i had to really look into it this other gentleman just became a new father said that he probably didn't know either right but because he said a simple sentence of like, I just think they need to leave the little kids out of this. That's my only issue. And he gets bombarded with death threats. And, and that's just what the world's came to. A simple sentence like that causes people to get crazy. And it's not it's not on one side or the other. That's just an example that I have recently to be able to talk about. Right. It's on both sides. Like, but uh, and it doesn't matter. Like it, it don't. It's just crazy how everybody's starting to get to where. Like, you got to be so careful. You can't talk without offending someone almost at all, even saying some of the most mundane things that you should be able to say, right? Like, and it's just getting crazy like that. And I just think it's going to be probably even harder for these writers and these producers and, you know, studios and everything else to get together and like agree on stuff because I just feel like they're going to be like, hey, I got, say, if they got five things on the list, right? The writers got five things on the list. Uh, and the studios has it in front of them. The biggest thing is going to be compromised. Maybe you only get three out of the five, but three out of the five is better than what you had. So let's compromise, right? Let's say that's okay. We made uh -huh. a we we made a difference. We made a statement, so things could get better. Let's go ahead. Let's take this deal. I don't think that's going to happen because of the way this the society as a whole is acting, right? Like I'm going to get my five out of five. Right. Like, and if I don't yeah. get all five things that I asked for, we're not going to be doing anything. We're not going to come to the table. We're not going to compromise. I think like this kind of stuff is getting scary because I just don't know as a human society anymore, if we can sit back and literally have good discussions, like it's so hard to sit down and talk about like some things. And you're talking about people that feel like they've been done wrong money wise and stuff, you know, like, that you know people feel strongly about their money and like the way they're getting paid or the way they're getting treated at work like that happens abroad at every job right now a lot of jobs out there especially if you work in community service or something like that you don't get the chance to stand up for yourselves like the writers guild is able to because like you're not unionized in most cases you don't have nobody to step up and if you step up you're afraid you're going to lose your job and even though your job ain't that great it's a job it puts food on the table the writers guild at least gets to band together like they are and trying to come up and say things. But that's what I'm worried about is how this may take a lot longer than what people think, not just because of the situation as far as writers versus studios, but because of the situation of tribalism, man, like nobody yeah. wants to see across the board and nobody wanting to see like how hard it is for them or how hard it is for them. It's like I said, the writers, a lot of people, like a lot of everyday people is going to agree with the writers. They're going to assume they were done wrong. And maybe they are, right? Maybe there's instances where they definitely need to get better things. And I'm not disagreeing with that. But in one of our talks that we had, and I'm going to let you finish this one out. But when I had one of the talks that we had, mm. like I brought up the fact that like uh, the, the people making the movies, the studios are the ones having to put up all the money for the movie. And when a movie fails, they have to take all the loss. So they may feel like, well, Jude, we're, we're the ones having to take the loss on some of these movies. And 
we hired you to write a better movie and you didn't do the job good enough. Like they don't get to go take the money back from the writer saying you didn't do a good enough job. This movie failed. So you have to pay a penalty. You, they don't get to do that. They have to take all the loss. So you do have to look at it that way as well. It's like, look, I don't like fighting for the big money people either. Right. I don't. But you do have to take some of that into account whenever you look at the whole situation. But snart, man, I'm gonna let you finish it up, bro. You got any last thoughts? The risk is always going to be with the producers, right? They're the ones uh, putting the money, not only to the writers, but like we've said before, it trickles all the way down through uh, from the writers to the stars, uh, to the grips, to catering, to everything. They're the ones responsible for everything. They're responsible for putting up everybody. They're responsible for uh, making sure everybody gets to and from work if they're, you know, if they're on other kinds of shoots and stuff like that. They're responsible for it all. It's all on their money. Uh, the writers are responsible for theirs, but the also the writers can't care about that. They have to worry about what theirs is first and stuff like that. But when it all comes down to this, and of course, with the way public discourse is now, you can go on the internet, you can say whatever you want. Uh, when you go to Twitter and you go to things like that, you can say completely anonymous. You can say all this bullshit stuff you want to say. You can act like the biggest tough guy in the world behind your computer and stuff like that. It's not a big deal. Um, when it comes down to it, it's a labor negotiation. So although the Writers Guild, uh, like the president, is going to be a writer, he's going to, he's you know, he's going to have other heads around him. Also writers, that's what the writers union is for. But they ne also negotiate with a lawyer. Lawyers know how to handle this stuff. Uh, and eventually it, it becomes like a business deal. There's going to be compromise somewhere. Everybody starts out on the far end of one. Everyone starts at the low end of the other. This is where they meet. The problem is getting there sometimes. It could take a while, and it takes a lot of negotiations. That's why you need them talking. Um, it, it's not like it's an essential service. These people aren't nurses or anything like that. These people aren't bus drivers. So, you know, everyday life will go on without it. So there's no way we're going to have, um, like, some big wig, some president or something like that saying, you guys need to get in a room and figure this out. Bro, I don't know it's about gonna be that, Snart. <laughs> the way society is now, like, they got to have their eyes on the screen most of the time, whether it's oh watching movies or shows or entertainment. Like, it's almost become, like, in this crazy thing. Like, I agree with you. It's not, it, it, you know, in some ways, I almost wish there was a thing that happened where all entertainment things, like, uh, on internet and TV went away for, like, a week and to see how people adjusted or even if they could go on with their lives or whatever if that were to occur because it's so ingrained now you almost say that it's a necessity like think about a cell phone right like do you mm -hmm. think you could go every day without a cell phone these days like i think i could make it uh i might be more more bored at certain times and whatever but maybe that'd get my ass up off the couch or whatever and like me accomplish some other good things right but in a lot of cases man Bro, I think about my son, for instance, like if he didn't have some kind of like phone or computer or something like that for him to do some stuff on, he might mm -hmm. go crazy. Like, and so it's crazy. Like it, it's getting to where it's almost more of a necessity than what it should be. Right. Sure. Watch a repeat. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's going to be, a, there's going to be a way around. They'll figure it out. It's like, it, like you're saying, it's not going to go on for a year. There's no way it can go on for a year. Right. Right. Well, who knows? Not but, uh, that's what like, I'm scared I of. I'm just scared of people talking because 
I'm just scared of people talking because, like you said, you brought up a good point. It will be the lawyers or whatever that mm-hmm. sits probably ultimately at the table, and then they discuss both sides of their argument for their, you know, effective uh, people. Mm-hmm. But they still, at the end of the day, have to leave that room, then go and tell the people what they heard and what they said and what what came from the other side. And then them people still have to agree on that so that they can tell the lawyer, yeah, yeah, okay, we agree or we don't agree. I just think that we're getting into a thing to where when we have these kind of disputes and stuff like that, unless one side's ready to just fold over and say, okay, whatever, uh, or the other side's able to do that, whatever, that this is getting like, it, it might be a longer time than people expect. Well, yep. Uh, but then uh, it's going to affect the company's bottom line uh, when people start getting angry and stuff like that. So it puts more pressure on them. So either way, it's going to work its way out. Uh, you know, you just want a resolution fast. Like, do we want to talk about this every week? No. Nope. We do not. We do mm-hmm. not like talking about nope. this every week. It's, mm-hmm. a, you know, we're only like this smart. And we need to be like this smart to fully understand it. But yeah. Uh, well, at least one, at least one of us is. Uh, so yeah, I would love, I'd, I'd love for this just to get over with. I, it's going to take more time, obviously, and far more time than we wanted. I try and think back to uh, the last writer strike or whatever, and just remembering like Dave Letterman's beard and Conan O'Brien's beard because they, for some reason, were still on the air. Um, but uh, I would, yeah, it's gonna. There's going to be a resolution, and you know, pushing back movies and stuff like that. Do you honestly think, like, honestly, Disney pushes back stuff all the time. I don't think this is affecting Disney at all. They, they've they loved pushing things back. They've loved canceling things for no reason. So, yeah, this is just part of how they do business now, is just pushing things back, except for maybe the Avatar movies. The Avatar movies, they're like, oh, we hardly had to do anything and it makes us $2 billion. Okay. Good point. Fine. But, yeah, uh, yeah. For sure, just get into the room and talk. This is not, you know, guys, this isn't something that's brand new, except for maybe the AI stuff. Maybe it's the AI stuff that's really troubling the writers. And stuff oh, yeah, like that. uh, that's a good thing or actually a good topic that, like, we could go down and, and and make something about here because that's actually another thing that's starting to get stupid crazy over here. But here goes the thing. I don't think the writer strike or whatever is like could be a terribly bad thing because when you start looking at it, there's a lot of films, especially on like Disney side of it, that haven't been doing as well, not as good. Mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe we need this little bit of a break. Maybe we need people to recharge their minds and brains. And whenever they start writing, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about real quick was like uh, the Kang Dynasty movie, especially getting moved like an entire year. That's starting to worry me because like. When uh, Jonathan Majors first got into the alleged trouble, uh, you know, and and all that, the his lawyers came out immediately and was talking about this ain't what it is. We've got definitive proof, and they were very confident. Well, it's been a long time now, and I haven't seen that definitive proof that wipes him away from him doing anything wrong. That's right. And then this movie, particularly getting pushed back in an entire year and everything else, kind of starting worrying me now. Are they going to have to recast Kang? Is that actually going to have to happen? Because like you can't just, I mean, maybe they can make a movie where they throw in another bad guy that takes Kane's place, but that would be really weird. 
like it would almost they would almost have to recast at this point since they went down this road too far. And I'm not saying that Jonathan Majors is guilty or any of that, or, or that they even going to do that. But I'm saying it puts up that 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 red flag. Oh, this particular stuff's getting held back. Is it is it? There's there more behind the scenes as well. Is it not just a writer strike or whatever? Because like you push this movie back a full year, you announce it, and the writer strike. Hey, for all we know two weeks from now it could be over. So does that really affect a movie by an entire year? Right. Uh, just like two months of a strike. Uh, so I don't know, like maybe it could. And like I said, maybe they have other reasons to do that and everything else. So I just think that that, that does throw up a red flag there. Uh, one other thing I was thinking of is like, you know, what if the writers agreed to some kind of thing where they got paid based kind of like some sports athletes do, right? They'll take maybe, a smaller introductory price, like say, but they get uh, more pay based on incentives. A larger right? back so like end. If, yeah, back end incentives for them, mm-hmm. like if they accomplish things. So for instance, you hire a writer, you pay them uh, still a good amount of money for the writing job of the movie, but if the movie succeeds and goes over a certain point, like in the contract, they get bonuses. Right. Like I actually think that that would be something really cool to try out in the in, for the writers and stuff, right? It gives them an incentive not just to throw anything out there to make a buck, but to throw something out there very, very good or what they hopes is very good. So they make even more money on the back end. Maybe that could be something cool to look at. It becomes more of a partnership when you think of it like that. When the yep. movie starts to make the certain goals, everyone earns money and stuff like that. But then it becomes a thing. It's not just going to be the writers after that. It's going to be whoever else is trying to pile on and stuff like that. So that may be a producer thing. It's like, where do we end this thing? Except, of course, there is absolutely no way you can do a movie if nobody writes it. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, again, this is a very uh, it's it's a it's a tough situation. It's, a, of course, uh, interesting in both good and bad ways, I think. Uh, but, you know, it's going to end when. They actually, you know, decide to sit down one or the other's hurting and they'll figure it out. Somebody on either side is going to give. And maybe uh, the producers give on something, the writers give on something else, but they have to find a happy medium. No one's going to get everything they want. That's not how these negotiations work. It's going to be compromise. They have to just decide when they're ready to compromise. No, yeah, I totally agree. We made, I think both of us made some decent points here, even brought up a couple of things that people wasn't even thinking about, uh, to be honest with you. But yeah, man, it looks like it's going to be a subject that we're probably going to have to talk about, unfortunately, for a little bit of time. Ugh. But until then, we're about to head out to actually record another topic to talk on, which is a little more positive than the writer's strike. Until then, stay sexy. Shoes, new tracks like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last year. It's a new me, never gonna look back. Never gonna look back. Cause damn, I was built to last. You move slow when I move fast.